0: Hi, I'm Roger S. Omi's Jr. with Omi Pro TV, and you are watching Hashtag VerseTV. Be sure to comment, thumbs up, share, and subscribe.
1: Hashtag VerseTV family, it's week 167. Hello, Hashtag VerseTV family, it's week 167. Welcome to WYBDT. I'm Aaron Mack, and I'm here with my good friend, the extraordinary visionary, writer, producer, director, photographer, editor, CEO of Pro TV, and all-around outstanding creative, the one, the only, Roger Omius Jr. Roger, please say hi to our hashtag VerseTV family.
0: How you doing, fam?
1: Nice to see y'all again. Marvelous. All oh, right. And our first question that, that I'm going to ask what do you love most about your life's residence journey thus far up to today's date? Thus far up to today's date.
0: Um, I love my ability to continue striving going forward because with every changing time, the medium has changed. People have changed. Uh, people's expectations have changed. So I love my... Uh, tenacity and gumption to continue moving forward.
1: Yes, gumption. All all right, right on. Oh, right. Now, you're continuing to cover outstanding topics around complicated yet joyous Black gay love in this (laughs) season of Decalogue Talks with Myself. How do you want your viewing public to think differently about black gay love? Well, I want
0: them to look at it, um, understand first off, this is a story about these particular characters. Um, It doesn't represent everyone under the alphabets of our uh, community. And in, in saying that these particular characters are going through a journey that I think we can all relate to. And for me, my stories is all, I try to make my stories about relatability um, and, and conversation. I would love for uh, my stories to provoke a dialogue um, to whatever insight someone may be going through or haven't looked at and now looking at from another lens. Excellent,
1: a- a- absolutely. And speaking of different ways of people seeing things, I will come from the perspective as a huge Omi Pro TV fan. I will ask you these three questions and you can answer them how you <coughs> are able to answer them. Okay, sure. First question now, the horrible thing that Morris did. At the end of season four, episode three, will there be a reconciliation?
0: You'll have to tune into season four to see what happens. <laughs> I mean, episode four, sorry, episode four.
1: Oh, All right, well, well I can't wait. I tune in every single week. And I appreciate um, it. Well, every single week that, that you all upload a new episode and I tune in, definitely. Thank you. All right. Absolutely. And okay, huh? So, Russell is starting to seem like he actually has a genuine, protective, genuine and protective romantic love growing for Tim. Now, is that true or is that just my wishful thinking? Um, I would say you'd have to go
0: and watch episode four, look carefully at Russell's behavior and you might reassess your your um, assumption.
1: I, I, I hear that, I, I, I hear that. And, and I actually was watching it again just today. And, and that, again, probably just falls on my wishful thinking because I, I know he does what he does but I, I, that's just me. Like, well, he's still a good man. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> yeah. So, third question in this section. Yeah. Might there be any homo romantic wedding bells ringing okay. in the talks with myself in the near future? Um, it's a possibility.
0: It's a possibility. Um. Who knows who? Uh, it, for me, when, in, in, in answering that question, it really has to be, are these characters, is that what their, their journey, you know, uh, lies, like, brings them to? Not everyone uh, believes in gay marriage um, that are homosexual. And I'm not sure yet which characters are aligned with that as their trajectory or, you know, who aren't. So season uh, five, who knows?
1: You just laid out some deep stuff, honestly, and you are a hundred percent correct because yes, not everyone does. I anyway, next question. You're absolutely right. And I will say you have a marvelous and very spicy trailer for a talks with myself mini please give our hashtag verse TV family, a sip of tea on the unique role of the minisode within the Finding Me universe.
0: Well, the, mini- the, the purpose of the minisode minisode is to give context to um, one of the characters, specifically Curtis, and his, well, I'll just say that. It's, it's to give context um, to his character. And uh, in this minisode, you learn something about him um, that is foreboding for the next episode. It, it, it all ties in. Um, so the minisode, which is now out, um, it's on, I, I've, I've made it available for free. It's on YouTube. It's on the website um, for anyone who wants to watch it because it's about seven, eight minutes long. And I really want people to be able to dive in and understand what the, the character's motivations are, why he is the way he is, and the way he thinks. And so, it's it's a deep dive, a little deep dive into Curtis Curtis's personality.
1: Again, marvelous. I, I, I love it. I I would ask a side question. I, I was watching it. Uh, Again, I I, I keep watching these episodes on repeat all the time. But I I was watching it today and I was like, ooh, I wonder is that how he's going to further give backstories to all of the characters. Anyway, you don't have to answer it. It wasn't a question I gave in advance. But yes, yes, absolutely. All right. And so I would be remiss if I didn't ask you to share some tea with our Hashtag VerseTV family about your thrilling crime drama, Restitution, and the unorthodox pairing, teaming, of Detective Lenny Armstrong with civilian Felicia Jenkins.
0: Restitution is... um very close to my heart. The problem with restitution is I need a budget to do it the way I want to do it correctly. Um, so far, what I've released is like windows and um, uh, like you're getting hints of the danger that may come. But it's time to show the danger. To, I mean, it is a crime thriller. And you need to show that. And that usually comes with stunts you know, firearms, fake firearms. Mm-hmm. Being able to do this on the street without, because I shoot guerrilla style, so being able to shoot this on the street without the cops actually thinking it's something that's really happening. You know what I mean? It's so it's it's unfortunately on pause at the moment. I'm trying to figure out ways to get to resurrect it. Um, but the actors are all game. They're they're ready to continue filming. They they really enjoy the story. As a matter of fact, a lot of the other actors from the other series, they are like. I want to be in restitution. I want to be, and I, was, I always say to them, because it's all one world, it's all in the Finding Me universe. I'm like, you can't go in restitution because your character may die.
1: <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Yes. And yes, Finding Me universe, absolutely. Okay. Now, please give our hashtag Verse TV family <coughs> a sip of tea on how. Roger Omish Jr., yourself, of course, (laughs) brings out emotion from subjects in both your motion pictures and your still picture creations.
0: Um, Again, it's about relatability. Um, I think the emotions that a lot, what surprised me when I did the first film, uh, Finding Me, was how many women said they identified with Fabian. I didn't see that being um, a commentary. So it's again relatability. People can understand what he was going through trying to find himself falling in love, but not knowing what route he wanted to take. And in my photography, I try to um, give a classy edge to provocative, type of you know, stills. Um, and luckily, I've been working with some of the actors that are in my series. Um, actually, I've been working with a lot of the actors that are in my series, and they've been. They, they're wonderful subjects um, and we're, there's a level of trust that we have with each other and again, relatability. So that's where my direction is in terms of my art.
1: I, I, I think it's amazing that you worded that way because as I was developing these questions, part of me was like, I, I was like, I have to ask something about the photography and I was gonna use the term or the phrase, "risque but classy. And it's like, that's exactly how you put it, you know? It's like taste, tastefully done, That that's what I was gonna say. But I didn't wanna say tastefully done because it's like, sometimes pe- people just say that all the time for anything. But that's exactly w- what it is, you know? Y- your works are always amazing. Thank Roger you. Omius Jr., my friend. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I, try now. To,
0: I try to keep things. Um, I want people to use their imagination. You know, I don't want it to be spoon-fed to them. I don't want it to be as raunchy and deliberate. I want people to be able to use their imagination. I think that is the most sexy aspect when you start thinking and pondering and creating a, a story and narrative on your own.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh, I, I I love it all. That is fantastic, absolutely. Yes, now, hmm. please give our hashtag VerseTV family a sip of tea on the casting process and how the casting <coughs> process has changed you from your first casting up to today, your recent castings. So, and, when I did Finding Me,
0: we had, there was, uh, Model Mayhem was very popular at that time, back in 2007. Um, and so I used that to find a lot of the cast members. So for instance, the actor who plays Curtis, uh, Rashid Thompson, I met him through Model Mayhem. Same thing with, ooh, sorry. Same thing with uh, Ray Martel Moore, who I met um, through, uh, oh, crap. Sorry about this. <laughs> this thing wants to fall now. Um, I met them both through Model Mayhem. Um, Fast forward to now, it's more of word of mouth in a a lot of ways. So um, the actors where I traditionally found them, maybe through an agency or uh, a producer, now some of the actors, such as Kenyon L. O'Brien, who plays Morris, he introduced me to Derek Butler, who plays um, Topher. And... um, <clears throat> sorry excuse me I'm, I'm not feeling that, that great um and for instance Topher's um on-screen um, partner who um Osef who's played by Kyle Jones he was an extra in the uh scene that we filmed um for season three he was a background actor and for a club scene and I was like I want to use you and bring you in so it's it's a lot without belaboring the point it's a lot of word of mouth these days, sometimes I could just be walking the street. So the actor who plays Raphael, Diego, I literally was walking on the streets of Jersey City. Damien, who plays Russell, and I were walking on our street. And I was like, I like that guy. I want to take a photograph of him. And that's how I met Diego. So it's it's very organic these days. That's... But you have to be able to act. I My one thing I tell actors, I cannot teach you how to act. I can only direct you. So I, I can see a raw talent in a lot of them. And they're all, they're all great.
1: Absolutely. And they, they do a great job. And under your direction, of course, do an excellent job. Everything just flows. Again, as I said just a few questions ago, I am a big fan of OmiPro TV. You all do amazing work. Thank you. Absolutely. Yes. And okay. Do you have any key <coughs> information on anything else going on that you can share with our hashtag verse TV family today?
0: Yes. There's another series that I'm working on. I've been working on it for some time now. It's a comedy series. It's still in the world, the universe of finding me. And it's called Philly, F I. LLY. We're still in pre-production. We've, we've shot an episode, but um, we need to go back into production because of COVID. A lot of stuff happened. The actors were really busy. But it's about the two characters from the James and Danielle series, which I'm not sure of a lot of my of the Talk to Myself viewers know. But that was the straight series um, that I, I did. And this takes this carried on the, uh, the storyline of the two supporting characters from that show, which is Fiona and Willie, which is why it's called Philly, um, played by uh, Bobby Potts and Okima um, uh, Akima Moore, both of them so talented and I can't wait to get back into doing that. It's just, it's a, it's a lot because it's a lot of moving parts, you know, Restitution, talks to Myself, Philly, to devote the time is it's it's challenging but I I I love doing it so
1: you are amazing and how you work it all out is amazing and your commitment shows in, in everything
0: <coughs> thank you thank you
1: like even the fact that you're here with us and you are clearly like under the weather a little bit and you still Made time to do it. You are just uh, such an an inspiration, honestly. And thank you, right. Thank you. Yes. Now we're up to the last few questions, the and why questions. And the first question is, if you could put a rewind or a fast forward button on life, which would it be and why? um i would put
0: a rewind um to going back to 2000 no to 1996 uh that's the last year my dad was here and i would love to have a conversation with him as an adult he died when i was 20 um so i was a mini adult um but i would just love to know him as a full you know full-fledged man so i would love a rewind for that
1: that's that's beautiful um yeah i i can relate to that <coughs> like my mom passed away when i was anyway but yes i i i totally get what you're saying friend absolutely and the next question is and this kind of connects to that um, and well, anyway, and answer how you wish. If you could invite any one person to dinner, past or present, who would you invite and why? Past or present, is it like celebrity or just anyone?
0: Anyone. Um. It would be my younger self. I would love to invite my younger self to dinner. And my future self. <laughs> just to see, uh, one, for my younger self to see where I've come to. Um, because when I was younger, I was searching for what my purpose was. I didn't know it. Uh, and I would love for him to see that I found it. And then for my future self, I would love to know Um, Not where I end up, because I don't, I don't, I think God is the only person who can see where you end up, but just to get a nice little check-in to see if I'm doing the right thing. (laughs) That sounded so conceited, so self-serving, but other than my dad, um, that I would definitely invite to dinner, Um, I try not to hold people, especially celebrities, to any kind of standard. Everyone is people, so...
1: Right. Absolutely. See, you're actually <laughs> bringing tears to my <laughs> eyes, but y- yes, a- a- absolutely, that, that's, that's beautiful. Okay, and the last and why question before I ask, where can you be found on so on media? I will say, hmm, who is Roger Omius Jr. today And why? Um,
0: Roger Omias Jr. today is a person who is honestly trying to keep his mental state together in an ever-changing world. um, And continue doing his art. And the why for that is I feel like this is a God-given gift. And I have no other choice but to do to express my art in the way that I do. So um, that's who I am and I believe that's why I am.
1: Wow, art. Yes, sir, absolutely. Now, as I sort of uh, allude, well, no, I didn't allude to it, I I straight up said it. (laughs) But um, where can we find on social, well, no, not social media specifically but on media in general where can we find you and your works
0: you can find me at Di- uh, director roger on instagram and twitter um my work is on my platform omeprotv dot Um, we're also on uh, youtube under finding me the series and all of the various series that i've done are on there as well clips the new Minnesota episode is on there. Um, but yes, that's, those are the platforms that I, 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 and spaces I occupy.
1: Marvelous. Well, thank you very much. And this has been week 167. This has been WYBDT. i D T. I'm Aaron Mack. And again, I'm here with the Roger Omius Jr. Thank you very much.